Hello everyone and welcome to the Females in Motorsport podcast. I'm Maria and we also have the lovely Inya here too. Hello. To celebrate June being Pride Month, we are joined by the incredible Sarah Moore. Sarah is not only a talented driver competing in the W Series this year and the first female to have won the Brick Car Endurance Championship, she also is an ambassador for Racing Pride, an LGBTQ plus rights charity working to promote inclusivity across the motorsport industry. So first of all, Sarah, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm, I'm very well. Very well, thank you. Good, good. Um, so we'll kick off with the first question, and that is just to tell us a bit about your role as an ambassador for Racing Pride HQ. Yeah, so my uh, role um, doesn't quite involve too much um, at the moment. I've not had, had to do too much so far, but it's just kind of, you know, being the face of, of Racing Pride more than anything else and um, working with them, obviously, on their social media um, to help promote Racing Pride. Um and just help them in general, uh, try to get more people kind of, you know, on board with, with racing pride um, and just help people to kind of gain a better understanding. Um, and like I say, just to get on board in trying to, to promote it. Awesome. Great work, what you're doing with racing pride. Um, do you feel right now that motorsport is doing enough regarding pride? And is that also maybe one of the reasons why you joined? Because you feel that it's not as present as it should be? Uh, I think it's definitely going in the right direction. I, I think that if you ask, you know, anyone involved um, in racing pride or just within the the LGBT community as a whole, um, they will always say that, you know, you can never do too much um, because I think it's always going to be kind of, you know, an uphill battle for, you know, I think a, a little while to go, um, unfortunately. But um, yeah, we can we can never do too much. So, you know, the more we can promote it and the more people we can get on board, um, Pride Month that has been such a big step um, and, a, and a big help um, with racing pride and um, hopefully that along with uh, my podium from the weekend will uh, help us go in the right direction. Yeah and we'll definitely talk some more about your podium as well in the upcoming questions. Um, what progress do you think can still be made regarding pride? I think it's you know just a case of everyone just continuing to work together. Like I say, I think um, Aston Martin teaming up with Racing Pride throughout Pride Month this year, I think that's made a um, you know it's a, been a big step in the right direction as it is, and because obviously Formula One, as everyone knows, is the pinnacle of motorsport. Um, so I think in terms of motorsport, that is the highest we can go in terms of being on board with someone to promote it. So you know if people haven't seen Racing Pride now, then um, I don't know. I don't know what else we can do, but um, <laughs> we'll keep on pushing. And I'm sure Richard Morris um, will keep on working hard as always. So next question is how much have things changed for the LGBTQ plus community in the past 10 years that you've noticed really? Um, I mean, I kind of only really um, started getting on board with kind of the ambassador stuff when when Racing Pride started up, really. Um, before then, um, with my racing, um, you know, I was always, I always have been quite, you know, very open, to be fair, with my relationship. Um, but obviously, uh, with my racing, I wasn't at a point where um, I was getting the publicity from it um, to be able to promote it. So um, I think from the point when me personally 
you know, became part of the W Series grid and then teaming up with Racing Pride. Um, I've seen a big difference from then on myself just because I've been more actively involved in it. Um, before then, I wasn't so, you know, actively involved in anything to do with Pride. So I can't say I noticed anything um, myself before kind of 2019, really. But uh, I think kind of just, you know, since Racing Pride was launched, um, I've noticed a, a big change um, in the past, you know, two, two years or so. Amazing. To hear. And looking at your personal LGBTQ plus journey, have you been accepted in the motorsport world as a woman and being part of the community or have you faced difficulties, struggles? How has it been for you? Um, I think actually up until this point, um, until being part of the the F1 uh, support paddock, I've never received any any bad comments. Um, but yeah, this this past weekend, and obviously with us hitting the milestone of um, becoming the first openly gay driver to to get on the podium on a, a Grand Prix weekend, um, obviously that that's hit big figures on Twitter, you know, on all the social channels, and um, I think that's the first time I've actually started to see comments um, of people just hating and just like I let I, I let it go over my head, um, and I kind of laugh at it because I don't really let it affect me. Um, I kind of think more so about all the other people in my community, but then I just think of the positive the, of the you know what I'm going to have done, done for for everyone in my community. So I don't really take the the bad comments to heart personally, but um, I know that it will hurt other people within the community. Unfortunately, it's difficult to hear that you're now facing this now that you're supporting such a big yeah series as Formula One. That's that's difficult to hear. I'm sorry. Um, leading on from the bit that you um, mentioned before and the fact that you became the first openly LGBTQ plus driver to stand on a podium during a Grand Prix weekend. Um, how does or did that make you feel? I'm sure you're still in that buzz um, from, from Saturday. Tell, tell us about it. Yeah, I, I don't think it's still quite set in just yet. I mean, <laughs> in, in the moment, obviously it was, you know, it all just happened so fast and I didn't really get time to take it all in. So I don't think it's quite hit home yet, but, um, you know, I think that the most important thing to me, um, I mean, obviously um, becoming the first openly gay person to stand on the podium is obviously important to myself. But as I've said to most people, to me, it's more important to the community than it is to myself um, for what it's going to do for everyone else in the community. That's beautiful. And what message would you like to also give people or what advice would you give um, to those who are struggling with acceptance of who they are? Um, my advice is always to reach out um, to people that are in the community, especially people like myself that is an ambassador for the likes of Racing Pride because we're an ambassador for a reason. You know, we're always happy to help. We're always, we'll always take the time to talk. And if we can help point you in any direction to, you know, try and give you some help um, or even help you ourselves, then, you know, we will do. Fab. Um, that's our Pride questions over. We rattled them pretty quickly, but some really good answers there. Thank you. And we're so glad that you managed to get a podium at the weekend. Um, we thought it was great. Um, and hopefully you'll have many, many more um, during your racing career. Um, so switching over to the more racing side now, um, obviously 2021 sees the return of the W Series with the first round well and truly under your belt now. How excited are you about the rest of the season and it also supporting F1 races too? Yeah, I mean, coming into uh, 
the first race weekend, I um, my, I kind of had my goals set on just starting where I finished the 2019 season. So I was just aiming for for the top eight, really. And then to to come out of pra- the practice session um, with, you know, obviously such limited practice on, on the race weekend. Never been to the track before. Um, so I actually surprised myself um, with my pace in the practice. I just thought, you know, you've got to keep it cool and carry this on into qualifying and then obviously on into the race. So yeah, I managed to keep it cool going into qualifying. Um, I qualified P2, which um, I was very emotional with just with qualifying P2. Um, Yeah, you know, supporting the whole, you know, Formula One. I mean, that's absolutely amazing. But when you're when you're there on a race weekend, it's it's hard to actually take it all in because we're so caught up in focusing on our own racing that we don't get too much time to actually you know, go and watch the Formula One um, out on the track. We hear them going around, we hear the helicopters and it all sounds exciting, but uh, we de- never really get to see too much of it until uh, the actual race on the Sunday. That's actually kind of sad because you're right there, but you can't like fully join it. Yeah, I mean, we, when, the, when the F1 cars first went out for FB1, we did all run to the fence to take plenty <laughs> of you know, pictures and videos and uh, send to family and friends and what have you. Um, and that was all pretty cool. But then from, you know, from free practice onwards for us, obviously with such limited track time, we were all very focused on, um, on trying to improve ourselves and get the best out of ourselves. How does it make you feel to be a support of such a yeah kind of well-known and highly regarded series I just think it's you know it's the best that we can do for women in motorsport it's you know the the top you you can go to without actually going to Formula One itself so yeah W Series and everyone involved in W Series have done a fantastic job in in getting us to this point and I think we're all thankful um to not only W Series but to Formula One for allowing us to be part of the Formula One weekend um and I just hope that you know it's the only way is up from here really and that it's going to help um promote females within motorsport and that you know more women get involved not just as drivers but as mechanics um for, for the future yes amazing what are, are your aims for this year in w series uh, my aim for this year is the same as what it would have been for what should have been the 2020 season um which is a top five but by the sounds of it uh, everyone's aiming for a top five so <laughs> I think it's going to be a bit of a fight. So, uh, yeah, it's nice to get the first weekend out of the way to see where everyone's kind of at, um, actually out on the track. But, yeah, I think it's definitely going to be a tough season. There's going to be plenty of battles out on the track. Uh, Obviously, as you'll have seen from the first weekend, it's extremely close this year. So it's going to be difficult. Um, But, yeah, I'm, I'm still aiming for the top five. And if I keep going the way that I'm going at the moment, I think it'll be possible. I'm sure. I'm sure it will be possible. Um, And kind of going right back to when you started racing what inspired you to race or was it a particular moment when you thought yeah I want to I want to go forwards and in, and in progress for me it was relatively easy my dad used to race himself um he used to race go-karts and and Formula Ford he, he was a champion himself in in both um so it's relatively easy he had his uh, or still does have his own race team and uh, we've got our family airfield with uh, a go-kart circuit and a small car track uh, back home in Yorkshire so for me it was relatively easy I started when I was four years old and with a specially built Barbie cart um <laughs> which was quite cute not my color at the time but it was quite cute um <laughs> and yeah it's just kind of not stopped from there really amazing that's so cool that you have like your own 
field to like try it on. That's amazing. Um, and looking at your whole career, what was your favorite race or racing moment? Uh, it's difficult to pick one, but I actually think the weekend just gone has topped all of them so far. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I've had so many throughout my, my career, but yeah, the weekend, um, you know, obviously doing it for everyone in the LGBT community, um, standing on the podium with, with my best mate, um, that was super special, but rewarding everyone who helped um, towards my race helmet and rewarding my family for everything that they've put towards my racing career. Fab. Um, and just going off a bit track a little bit, um, what's your favourite part of the W Series? Is it the racing side? Is it just like the whole community of it? Because there's a real buzz this year, um, which is great to see. You know, what's, what's your favourite aspect of it? Obviously the racing. Um, that's the <laughs> best part of it. But no, the, the girls that we've all met um, in the W Series, you know, we all get on so well. I think most people saw throughout the 2019 season and um you know most of us um have carried it over into this year as well we all get on so well off the track um you know as soon as the helmets go on it's a completely different story um and so it should be um but yeah we we all get on really well and we all have a good laugh um and we all want to achieve the exact same thing Great. amazing and, and it's so lovely to see like the amazing relationship you and Alice have as well like I love seeing the pictures of you together on the podium and afterwards so heartwarming to see yeah, Alice and I go a long way back. She started racing cars with my dad's uh, race team. So I've known Alice for probably too long, I would say. <laughs> but no, we, we've got so much history and, you know, she's such a, a great laugh and a fantastic driver. Great. A special memory um, that you'll never forget. Um, and with, obviously, you mentioned with um, what W Series support in Formula One and you experienced comments and things going forward, if you get receive more comments that obviously we hope you don't get, but the likelihood is that you might, how will you um, keep focus on, on your on your driving and things like that? Because, you know, you say you can just sweep them past, um, but you think they'll ever affect you or how, how is it going to be like your your route around it as such? I like to think they, they'll never affect me, um, but who knows? Um, you know, I, I, I tend to so far be able to uh, kind of let it go over my head and that's the way that I kind of approach life to be fair um, so yeah I, I like to think that they're not going to affect me but uh, you know I don't think you ever know until until the time comes but um, yeah we'll just have to wait and see but for now we'll just uh, carry on as we are. <laughs> yeah that's all you can do um, and do you think with W Series supporting Formula One that there'll be a great awareness of it and more supporters um, as well as the teams within W Series, you think it's all going to be like um, bringing up to something a lot bigger and greater in the future? For W Series or? For W Series, yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, what it's done so far for women within motorsport, um, I think it's only going to keep getting better and better. And like I said before, with uh, W Series now, being part of the F1 support paddock I think you know we've gone as high as we can go uh, almost and you know there's still quite a few things obviously that I know W Series want to tick off their list um, so I think you know we'll keep working towards that and as drivers I'll, I'll keep on helping towards that but I think you know just being part of Formula One is uh, one of the biggest steps that W Series could have taken um, especially in their second year of racing um, so yeah I think you know, we've just got to keep on working hard and keep on, uh, keep focused 
um, and hopefully in years to come, we'll have many more women racing. Right. And last question um, from me, and is and that is, who inspires you? It can be more than one, or it can be a moment that inspired you as such. Um, I, I look up to my older brother a lot. Um, he's kind of achieved what I dream to achieve and I want to achieve within my motorsport career. So I, I go to him for a lot of advice on my own racing. Um, but it's kind of all within the family for me. I'm, I'm quite lucky. My mum's a strong person, so I uh, I admire her a lot. Um, in terms of drivers, I always say, unfortunately for me, there's not been a woman driver, um, you know, that I can remember to look up to within the sport, which all uh, have changed, hopefully, um, but will continue to change um, with the help of W Series um, in the future. Um, but now in terms of racing drivers, I always looked up um, to the likes of Jensen Button and Mark Webber. I grew up watching them. Um, Jensen Button won his championship the year I won my first championship, so that makes it special. Wow, that's really cool. I think it's important for the future of of motorsport for the younger generation of women or young girls, effectively, to have you know us women to look up to. Because, like I say, when I was younger, I don't recall or remember having a female within motorsport. Um, to look up to so I think it's extremely important um, to have the likes of us women in the W Series for the younger generation to look up to. Yeah you might be an inspiration to a lot of drivers and that's just really amazing to see that's fantastic. Um, Then we also have a fan question that was sent in on Twitter from Ronnie on track and the question was what was the most difficult obstacle to overcome to reach this point in your career? Um that's a difficult question. Um, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, uh, I never really, um, really thought about <laughs> about that. I suppose I, uh, I tend to just kind of get on with everything um, and not think about it too much. Um, I think one of the biggest challenges um, was actually getting my fitness up to scratch for the Formula Three car because I'd raced in sports cars for such a long time which are, are nowhere near as physical um, as a Formula car. So, yeah, it was a big shock um, getting into the Formula 3 car for the first time. And uh, coming away from that, I had to work and still continue to work extremely hard to, to keep the fitness levels up to, to race the F3 car. It might be difficult to choose, but do you have a preference for sports cars or Formula 3 cars, or do you enjoy them both just as much? Because I can imagine that might be the case. They, they both have um, their pros and cons. Um, Obviously, coming from a sports car background, um, that's what I know best. But I have thoroughly enjoyed um, getting to learn the driving style of the Formula cars, definitely. Um, but my ultimate goal is to to race in the prototypes. Um, that's my ultimate goal. So um, I think that that's one of the big reasons why I, why I entered the W Series was to get the experience in a car with Aero to help me hopefully progress and then move into the prototypes onto the likes of, you know, Asian Le Mans series, European Le Mans series, and, and hopefully one day uh, Le Mans 24 hours. That would, that's a good goal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, just to nip in to ask a, a, a last question as such, um, how long do you think it's going to be until a female gets on the Formula One grid um, for a whole season, not just a, a practice or whatever? Uh, I still think we've got a little while to go. Uh, I think, you know, if I think of it realistically, I, I think five to seven years um, before we actually get a woman on, on the grid full time. Um, I think, you know, in the next three years, I'd say, we'd, you know, I'd, 
or maybe in the next, you know, year or two, I'd like to think that we'll have got a woman back in a, a test seat. Um, obviously now Jess and, and Jamie have both got links with Formula One teams, which is fantastic and everything's going in the right direction. So, yeah, hopefully um, in the next five to seven years, we'll have a woman sat on the Formula One grid. A proud moment that'll be for, for everybody. Definitely. Really looking forward to that day. <laughs> I think everyone is. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Do you have any more questions, Maria, or shall I end it here? No, I'm good. Unless Sarah has anything else she wants to say, any advice to younger girls, boys um, that she wants to, to say or, or echo, really? Um, I think, you know, the only thing that I, that I have to say is, you know, at the end of the day, if you, you want to do something, if you have a passion for something, um, no matter what anyone says to you, keep working at your dream. Um, there's always people that that are going to be around to support you. So it's important to contact and reach out to those people, maybe the people that you look up to, um, you know, the likes of us drivers in the W Series. We know that now there is a lot of people that look up to us. And I think, you know, if you contacted us, um, I think most of us would be more than happy to help or even guide you or point you in the right direction. So, yeah, it's important to surround yourself with the right people. And if you're not surrounded by the right people, um, then you need to be looking elsewhere so that you can get the right support. I'm sure that that's advice a lot of people will remember. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> so then I guess I can say that this is the end of our podcast. Um, go and give Sarah Moore and us follows on our socials. You can find the links in the description of this episode. Thank you once again for joining us, Sarah. Enjoy the rest of the season. We will be cheering you on. So the thank best you. of luck as well. And thanks everyone for tuning in.